Welcome to In Your Own Words Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Thickpen, recording in Byron, Mississippi, bringing you firsthand success stories from the past to the present. My goal is to interview as many head football coaches, assistant coaches, teachers, administrators, current students, and others who impact high school sports in Mississippi. Grab a drink, sit back, listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of In Your Own Words Podcast. I am Chris Thickpen, and today I have a very special guest with me, a guy I've been trying to get on the podcast for quite some time, but he's been great, and I had to get some things done, so I think he's going to give us a great interview today. This guy is a high school basketball standout at Petal, Mississippi, uh, in Petal, Petal High School in Petal, Mississippi. He's a dandy dozen selection and a signee of Jones Community College in Ellisville, Mississippi. So without further ado, I would like to introduce and welcome Caleb McGill. Caleb, welcome and thanks for joining the podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on tonight. Okay, Caleb, have you been watching any of the Last Dance documentary? I've watched all of them except for the ones today, and I was going to rewatch those in the morning. I've been on it. I, I love it. <laughs> what do you think about it? It's just seeing, like, the the bad, like, the dark sides of what people don't see. With me being a basketball player, I know, like, not necessarily to the standpoint of, like, NBA type, but I know it's not always sunshine and rainbows. you got dark times, rainy days, and it's really highlighting it. And to see what our Michael Jordan had to overcome and go through, like, it just shows his greatness. It just shows why he's the greatest. Okay. Now, Caleb, when you were growing up, and you're certainly still in high school now, what, what team did you root for? Who was maybe your favorite player? My favorite player had been the same since I knew what basketball was. I, I've been a LeBron James fan since the beginning. <laughs> okay. Okay, and, and LeBron is certainly a great. Um, how do you think he matched up with Michael? I feel like scoring wise, Michael got him just because Michael, the greatest scorer of all time. But I feel like in other assets of the game, like being able to use his size, which I mean, LeBron, there won't be really another like him that can do all he can do at his size. But I mean, scoring wise, Michael got him. But I feel like the other aspects of the game, like passing and leadership which I'm not taking up for Mike, but I feel like LeBron might have a little edge over him in there. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not going to start a, a Michael and LeBron debate. <laughs> uh, both are great in their own aspects. How about that? Yes, sir. Okay, so tell the listeners maybe what you've been doing to stay in shape. So I usually try an average day for me, Monday through Friday, which I doubled down and did one yesterday too. But the average day for me usually is, about two, I try to give me two miles of good running in, get a good cardio in, good sweat. And I try to do a little core and push-ups just to keep my body toned and in shape during this time. Okay. Okay. No doubt. Uh, so what do you what do you and maybe the other seniors at Pedal, what's kind of been the, the thought of the senior class about your senior year? I mean, it's like one of those situations where it's very sad because, you know, we really wanted that last nine weeks because that's really when I feel like we would have became even more closer because it was like, all right, we really getting ready to separate. And I can see that happening in the third nine weeks 
and we was really to carry that over in the fourth nine weeks. But I mean, it was one of those real like sad times, which I feel like that was like how it was for everybody, especially like seniors in high school. But I mean, we are adapting now. Like I talk to my senior friends all the time that I don't get to see, and we're adapting more, and we're just trying to like stay inside so this Corona can go away quicker, so we can actually get to see each other before you know we actually leave for college. Okay. Okay. So let's let's talk about basketball. Um, what what would you say is your ideal position on the next level? I want to play like if I don't grow anymore, I feel like my ideal position would be a three, like a slasher type three, or a stretch four. Because I say stretch four simply because I can put the ball on the floor and pass pretty good. So it would be one of those situations where I'm just trailing setting ball screens. I can, like, pick and pop, pick and roll. I can bring the ball down the court. It's just whatever Jones needs me. But my ideal position would probably be the three or the four. Okay. Now, uh, and let me just ask you this because I don't know. What part of your game would you say developed first? Was it scoring? Was it passing? Was it defense? Uh, ball handling? Talk about that. My first, it was, it was probably scoring because – Coming like coming in junior high wise, like it was like I had to be that guy because not, not taking up from my teammates at the time at Tellersville, but I had that sort of like dog mentality at a younger age. So I was like, all right, we not gonna like get blown out of that. I'm gonna go score. I'm gonna go like try to get mine. So I feel like scoring was probably the skill I developed first, and it was the easiest for me, kind of. Okay, so let's transition. Uh, to your role maybe the last two years on Petal High School basketball team. You have another dandy dozen teammate and Trey Smith. Uh, talk about maybe how you guys kind of play together. See, Trey, it's one of those things, like we tell people all the time, me and Trey was really meant to be brothers because, like, it's like it's so easy playing with him because I don't have to say anything to him. He already know, like, what spots to go to. Like, we could be on a break and I'm bringing it down. He already know to go spot up or go catch a lob or something like that. It's nothing got to be said. And we react to stuff, like, with the quickness. Like, we can see something in practice, and if it goes wrong, we know what to do to fix it. And we don't even got to try it again. We can just get straight to the game, and it just click. And it's, like, it feels good playing with somebody like that that got that same, like, IQ level as you because it's like, all right, he's on the same page as me, so push come to shove. Me and him, we can we can really run this thing. We can hold the ship up, basically. Okay, so I know both of you guys are competitive. Um, I, I worked with Trey's father and mother uh, many years ago, and I remember him shooting ball after practice. So, if you guys were to play one on one, who would win? <laughs> <laughs> I got. I'm gonna I'm say, and I know Trey gonna hear this because I'm gonna send it to him. But I gotta say, I'm, I'm gonna get the edge on that one because. I feel like over the years of me playing with Trey, I done kind of got a feel for his moves, so I kind of know what Trey going to do. And I just feel like if I get the ball, it ain't even going to be one of those situations where I'm going to play with him. Like, I ain't going to shoot. I'm going straight to the post. He got to he gotta stop me. We When we play, when me and Trey play, we play like it's a real game type situation. We going at each other, and it just makes us better. But I'm going to have to get that one to me. Right? I'm going to have to get the edge to me on that one. Okay, okay, fair enough. And and, and that's the right answer too, Okay. <laughs> So, uh, your crosstown rival, who would you say was a better team, uh, maybe Hattiesburg or Oak Grove High this year? Ooh, that's a tough one there. That's a, that's a real tough one there. 
I'm gonna have to say, and I know my Hattiesburg boys gonna get mad at me if they hear it, but I'm gonna have to give it to Oak Grove simply because Oak Grove play organized team ball. Hattiesburg, with it's like this every Hattiesburg, they just got the better athletes out of the three big schools right here: Tuttle, Hattiesburg, Oak Grove. Hattiesburg just got all the athletes, so they simply try to out athlete you, not taking nothing away from them or the coaches. Like the, the boys can play, but Oak Grove. It's just like they in sync. Like, they've been practicing and playing together since they was, like, little. Like, an AU team that's been together since they was little. They just react off the fly and with the quickness. Like, they know what pass you make. They smart. Like, they going to block out. They going to do all the little things as a team. And it's not one of those situations where it's like, all right, one person got to do it. One person got to do this. Say if Jay Bowen, like, they lean score. If he's off, you got other people like Dylan Brunfield, guys like that, that can get going. So, I have to give it to Old Grove simply because they play together. Okay. So, what was it like maybe facing Hattiesburg, Old Grove, maybe Meridian? Could you Ooh. talk about maybe some of those memorable games you had? I got to go. I'm going to go all the way back to 10th grade with it because, okay, so they came to Pedal first and we beat them by one. We blocked their shot at the buzzer. And I'm talking about, like, both crowds going there. Almost was a fight broke out. So that next week, because we always played them within a week span. So that next Friday we went to Oak Grove, that was probably the most packed game I ever played in in my life. I'm talking about, like, it's people standing up, like, in the doorway trying to look over people because everybody was highly anticipating it. And we came out and we beat them by, like, 37. And that was just, like, it was so fun because – it, it had been talked all week. Like, I hate to break it, but, like, we had played West Jones that Tuesday. Nobody was even worried about that game. Like, we ready to see our Grove. Like, we ready to go at it. But Meridian, I got to say, it's always fun playing Meridian because usually when we get time to play with Meridian, we usually in the top ten. Most of us will still probably be higher than us at most times. But, I mean, it's always fun going at those guys because they like to talk noise. I like to talk noise. I got guys on my team that like to talk noise. So, it just go back and forth. But – the most fun game I say had to be Hattiesburg this year on senior night. They beat us earlier in the year on a buzzer beater. Cameron Brown hit a buzzer beater. Nice shot. Can't take nothing away from him. But it was packed. It was senior night. All the cameras was there. All the lights. Every news reporter from the Pine Belt was there. And it was a close half hour game the whole way. And we finally pulled off at the end. And it's just, it, it was just a memorable game because. Having my whole family there, all the people that I built the bond with from Pedal, and it was just like, wow. And that atmosphere was different. But, I mean, I'm, that's definitely what I'm going to miss most about it, those rivalry games, of course. Okay. And I'm just – I can hear the excitement in your voice uh, because I know how important, how exciting those games are when you – playing the rival yes, team, sir. and like you said, it, it means a lot to you um, if they beat you before in the season. So um, that's great. You're listening to In Your Own Words podcast. Uh, today, my guest is Caleb McGill, standout basketball player at Petal High School in Petal, Mississippi. Uh, Caleb, let's segue. Um, maybe what have you – if you've been told anything well, about graduation, even, um, do you guys know anything they yet? They got like their own little YouTube channel and they get all the uh, parents, uh, like the senior parents and stuff together. And I know they're having a meeting about it Tuesday where they're telling them what they're going to do for graduation. But what I know that two things, two things they was talking about was they was talking about 
having it on the football field just because it's bigger and more spaced out and keeping all the graduates six feet apart, you know, abiding by the rules and limiting, to, limiting them to only four guests and every guest have to sit six feet apart. And I feel like that's, like, if anything, I would want to do that instead of the second house because that was, like, virtual graduation. Like, and I don't really, me being me, I don't really want to do that because it's like, you know, where we from, Tellersville, Mississippi, graduating is, you know, that's a big accomplishment. That's a big achievement for us. And so it's just one of those situations. I want right. to be able to walk across stage, walk across the field, you know, shake the principal hand, take my picture, like, have my family, even if it's just four people there. I want to be able to have that just to be like, at least I got to live out my dream. Because that's one of my dreams. Like, that's one of my goals, small goals in life is to graduate high school. Because, like I said, where we from, that's a big accomplishment. No doubt about it, Caleb. Um, so for the listeners that don't know, what what is it like? You've been at Taylorsville. Uh, you've been at seminary. You had a brief stand at seminary. What is it yeah, like going there, to federal it, high school? It was so different because at Taylorsville, you know how it is. We know everybody there by name, probably Ken to half of them. And then at seminary, you know, I know them because, <laughs> like, seminary and Taylorsville are right close to each other. So, you know, we usually know everybody from there, too. But transitioning to federal – it's like this year, my senior year, I was meeting people that's been going to pedal like longer than I have, and I didn't even know they went to pedal. Like I'll see people on social media, like at the school, and I'd be like, "Y'all go here." I think y'all like Harvest Oak Grove, something like that. But it was definitely like the biggest difference is like the amount of people there. Like I go from at Tellersville or Seminary having like fifty to sixty people in my graduating class to pedal. We got like almost 400, I think, and it's just so crazy. Yeah, and I know what you mean. Even, you know, teaching at a five or six A school, you may not yes, get sir. to know all the kids if you don't teach them, you know. So I can understand being a student. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but I mean, I'm sure they know about you. When I get around my friends, I can look cocky about it, but I'd be like, you know, I'm a, I'd be like, I use the quote, oh, I'm famous, I ain't whatever. I just be playing for jokes, but it's like, Majority of the people, a lot of times, people will be like telling me all types of stuff about me, and I'd be like, "What's your name again?" But I don't be meaning to know like harm into it. It's just like that's crazy because like they know like a lot of people know about me. But I don't even be knowing them, but it's cool like having that interaction because it's like wow, I get to meet new people, and it's like I get to learn all about them because they basically already know all about me. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's normal, and and that's gonna follow you even on the college level. Uh, just so happened you blew up in high school, so hey, that's great too. So, Caleb, tell me what it's like playing for uh, Ty Campbell. He he coached on the college level before, came to the high school playing level. Talk about that. that it was it was fun because at the same time, more so than on the court. He taught us license. He taught us life lessons that will carry us on until when we're grown and have our own family. Because he taught us like the basics of the game. Like he taught us how to play the right way, and like he taught us, you know, be smart. Like use your brain first, but don't overthink it. And he always used to use this saying. He was like, "I want, of course we want to win a championship, but he was like, a championship is not his ultimate goal with us. His ultimate goal is to make us better men." And I just feel like that's going to carry on with me because I still know st- like things that he's talked to me about, like one-on-one and with the whole team. Like, 
it's gonna carry me on to when I have my own family, like he said. So it was like a respect, it was a respect type of thing because you know he's highly respected by a lot of people. And so just coming in, like you have to listen to him because he's seen a lot of things, been a lot of places, so he knows what he's talking about. So the most like the most like the biggest thing I learned from him was probably honestly how to be a man more so than like hooping because like, he taught us the basics of the game, but in the way he taught us, it's going to help us in life more than just on the court. Okay, no doubt. No doubt. So, Caleb, tell us why uh, Jones Community College and maybe uh, if you have any other prospective Jones, uh, colleges out there. because that's, that's family. I, I treat Jones like his family. Like, I look at it as one of those situations. I know the coaches have a great relationship with the coaches. I know the whole recruiting class that's coming in. Now we have a big recruiting class. And the thing that stuck out with me with Jones was it's one word. It's our Coach Bowden. He was like, you ever have a deep enough conversation with Coach Bowden to ask him what's his goal for his team? It's simply build a culture. And which a lot of times people like like just look past that aspect of the game, like, oh, culture, guys going to come together. It's a, it's a organized sport. They're going to come together. But he harps on that a lot because he's like he only recruits good dudes. Like he recruits guys that he know he can rely on and depend on. And that's how I am. I want to play with guys and be coached by men that I can rely and depend on. And I know with the team and coaches that I'm going to have at Jones, I can rely and depend on them. So it was simply like a family thing because I'm real big on family. So just hearing them, how they were trying to recruit me and what they did and what the what they said and how I looked at it, I just feel like Juco wise, I couldn't have picked a better school than Jones for that matter right there. Okay. Now Caleb, if you could pick a team, maybe after Jones, uh to go play for, maybe a coach to go play for. Gotta be Coach Rowan. What would be that team? it's just a family thing. Everybody in my family will except my brother, but everybody in my family North Carolina, up and down. Like, we, we love us in North Carolina. So, and I just respect Coach Roy Williams so much. And, you know, we ain't even going to add in the part that Michael Jordan went there. So, I mean, it's like that's just my dream school, been my dream school since I got into basketball. Okay. And, and the Tar Heels have a great program, a legendary coach. Yes, sir. I was an Arizona fan growing up, but they kind of fell off, so. In North Carolina, still up there. So, let's segue, Caleb. Uh, you pro- people around Mississippi knew about you, basketball people, other coaches, <laughs> but you really blew up this past season uh, when you were playing a game at George County High School. Uh, you ended up shattering the backboard. Could you talk about that and maybe that right there? What did you think? That's the craziest memory I ever have in my life, and can't nobody tell me different. Simply because. It was like, if you hear my mom, you can hear it, but, like, she wasn't on live at the time because she would turn it off at the time out. But I had dunked, like, twice, and Trey had dunked twice before that. And, like, one of us had dunked. I want to say it was me, and we called a timeout. And we were sitting on the bench just, you know, having fun. And you can hear my mom because she always sit behind the bench. You can just hear her. You know she loud. She was like, y'all boys going to end up breaking this goal. Y'all don't keep dunking. And, like, not even four or five trips later is when it happened. And then how it happened was so crazy because I was signaling for the lob from my point guard, Jamar, when he was at half court. So he waited till he got, like, right inside the three-point line to throw it up. 
and it was a dude like coming under me, so I was like, all right, I'm finna have to like dunk on him and make it because listen, you know, I wasn't trying to do that. So when I went up and grabbed it and dunk and I came down, it was just like one of those situations. It just uh, like that loud noise, it was just bow, that's all you heard, and it was like, oh my god. And I just feel like I couldn't even keep my balance up. Like, after a normal dunk, I'd be able to just, you know, run back down the court and get on defense. But I fell, and, like, it was just, like, rain dropping out, but it was glass. But my adrenaline was going so high. All you see is everybody <laughs> in the gym just standing up, like, going crazy. Like, this just really happened. And in my mind, I'm, like, the same as them. Like, wow, this really just happened. And so, I, but then after my adrenaline wore down, that's when the glass started really getting into me, and I started feeling that glass, and it was like, all right, I got to get this out of me. But it was definitely a crazy experience, one I'll definitely remember for the rest of my life, and it's something I'll be able to tell people for the rest of my life because not too many people have done that before. Now, Caleb, did you have Oh, yeah, any I was bending up. Uh, like, on my after thigh, that? I had a bunch of wrap on it on my arm. I had, like, three different wraps. I feel like the deepest one was probably on my ankle. Like, my sock was white. And after it happened, it was just, like, blood red. Luckily, I packed some extra socks, so I was able to switch them. But, yeah, like, it was a lot of blood. But at that time, I didn't even care. I wasn't even thinking about the blood at that time. <laughs> yeah. Now, Caleb, when they they eventually yes, moved the game, the or school, did yes, you guys sir. finish it uh, at the middle school? Okay. So, I mean, what an incredible memory. Uh, I saw it on Twitter, or, or somebody sent me the video, and um, your mom <laughs> said, Caleb just broke the rim. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, wow. Because it's only maybe one other guy in high school yes, recently that has done that in the state of Mississippi. So, that was great, man. So, Caleb, uh, let's segue. Let's talk about your, your family. Uh now, for the listeners that don't know, Caleb's family has his Uncle Gary, his other Uncle Horace, who I want to state championship with. They've been great athletes um, in all sports, but football particularly has been a, a great uh, sport for the McGill family. Now, Caleb, I'm going to ask you a few questions, but maybe could you kind of talk about your family supporting you playing so basketball and not like, pushing you into football. I feel like the biggest thing that I got, like when people bring up that whole conversation, because, you know, my uncles and really, like you said, my whole family, they football, you know, football, man, that's their first love, that's their favorite sport. But a lot of times people come up to me, they be like, so, like, I know your uncles give you dirty looks and stuff because you don't play football and stuff. I'd be like, it's nothing like that. Like, like they tell me 24-7 how proud of me that, that they are. How proud of me they are. And it's just like that goes a long way more than I think people seem to realize sometimes because it's like there is no better feeling than having your family right. supporting you because my family, I mean, I watch them that they're at every every Friday night during football season, they're at Tylersville game fighting tie. But I mean when basketball season comes, it's like they, they come to as many games as they can, which, I mean, Pedal's a long way, so I don't expect them to come to every game. But my Uncle Gary, my Aunt Amanda, my Uncle Horace, like, they're at every game they can make it to, they're coming. Like, it's not one of those situations where it's like, oh, you're not playing football, so we're not going to support you because 
we didn't play basketball or that wasn't our love. We don't love basketball like you do. It was never one of those situations. It was always like, okay, this is what you want to do. So we're going to put our full support and effort into that with you because we see you putting your full support and effort into it. No doubt. And for the listeners, uh, his, he has a great family, great supportive family. These are great people. I've known them all my life. Every time I see them, they're just so pleasant to be around and very genuine. Uh, now, Caleb, you also had, uh, uh, was it an uncle maybe that uh, played at Alcorn State who was a basketball player? Uh, that's, that's really, that's that hidden gem right there because he he was the one, he always tell me, and I feel like if I see him now, he might just play me one-on-one, but he always told me. He said, I'll let you know when you're ready to play one-on-one. He said, when you go out there and you do what I did in high school, <laughs> it averaged what I was averaging in high school, which he played a different time period, but he was like, when you do that, I'll play you one-on-one. But right, him, my guy right there, that's my guy right there. Every time we talk, we it's always love, nothing but love, last, all that, because I feel like the football generation in my family, like the football wave in my family, everybody knows about that. Like that was that was paved. Like that's been paved. Everybody knows my family. You know, Tellersville wise football history. You you can't really bring up the story of Tellersville football without bringing up a McGill. I feel like. But for like, you're you know, absolutely right. In high school, you can also see a basketball band. Tellersville only boys state championship. My uncle Jennifer won. And he still holds like four or five different records at Alcorn. And he was eventually drafted by the Knicks after some things happened. You know, it didn't work out. But just seeing that, he always tells me, he's like, I don't care where you go to school at. He said, I don't care if you go to the league or not. He said, just don't do what I do. Just don't do what I did. Just don't stop loving the game. And that's why whenever I'm feeling down or if I'm having a bad day, I always try to get in the gym and go to the court because I remember what he said. And it's just that knowledge he installed in me at a young age and I was living in Taylorsville is going to carry on with me for the rest of my life because I can always be like, Man, I don't think I really want to go work out. I don't think I want to go to the gym. But then I'm going to think about what my uncle told me. And it's like, no, you can't take an off day. You got to be in the gym. You got to love it. This is your love. Like, this is your girlfriend. This is your breakfast, lunch, dinner. Like, you got to get it in because if you don't, somebody else is. And just having that motivation from him and having those talks with him definitely helped me as a player and as a man. Wow. Uh, it <laughs> seems like I'm talking to a professional athlete already. <laughs> Again, listeners, this is uh, my guest today is uh, Caleb McGill, standout basketball player at Pedal High School in Pedal, Mississippi. Uh, Caleb, one last question about your family, man. Who do you, you think is the, the best I gotta athlete? go with myself. Now I'm gonna send I'm gonna send this to all my uncles. My brother gonna see it. He in the uh, living room listening up. But if anybody wanna argue, we can. <laughs> I am the best athlete in the McGill family, hands down. And I know next time we have a cookout, which will probably be one of these weekends coming up, they gonna they gonna talk about. It. They're gonna be like, "So Caleb, you was really the best athlete." But I mean, I'm going to just go ahead and say it, and I'll tell my uncles and them, hey, look, y'all had y'all time, but I'm the best athlete to come through this thing. Yeah, that, that, was, that was back in That's the right. Day. That was I a different era, era right, now. I'm that guy now. Okay, okay. So, uh, Caleb, I'm going to ask you some questions. Um, who was the best player you oh, ever faced? Best. 
let's see, best player, best player. I'm gonna have to say probably a guy that's actually from Mississippi, but he goes to a prep school in Kansas Huntington Prep. His name is Jamie Bakerfield. And people was telling me like cause they got highlights and when we played them. He was dunking, shooting threes. He shot a three on me, shot a couple threes on me. And people was like, man, he was getting killed by this dude. And then I look at him, I'll be like, man, this dude is committed to Duke. This man is going to play for Coach K. Like, you can't talk to me about <laughs> nothing like that. But definitely him because he was one of the first people that I would say was a real life. He was a real stretch for because Jamie can put it on the floor. He can shoot it. He can dunk on you. He can guard. So I'd have to give it to him. Okay. I scored Most points you ever scored in the game. Uh, the second game of junior year last season at Wayne County, I scored 35. And, yeah, that, yeah, that was the most I done had right there. All right. The most competitive or Gotta toughest game you ever played game in. This year, senior night, that game there, that was just a different vibe there. That was a different atmosphere. And I love to compete, so, yeah, I have to give it to that game right there. Okay. Ooh, what, what's your pregame so, meal? Coach Rice, he, he tries to tell us we need to put carbs in our body so that gives us more energy and stuff like that. So usually either I'm going to eat Subway or I'm going to eat Zaxby's. And I know people might be like, oh, that's fried food. But you will be surprised at how much energy you can get and how much it changes. And you can tell what, like, what foods give you energy, what foods don't, what foods good for you, what foods not. But definitely Zaxby's or Subway. And I try to I try to get a decent amount that way because I try to eat it. I try to be finished eating before five. That way I give my body time to break everything down. So by the time we in pregame, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm bouncing around. I'm ready to go. Okay. Ooh, so what's on your pregame playlist? playlist? So I, I try to get a little hype. So we're gonna probably play some NBA Young Boy. We're gonna have a little. Little baby in there. We might go old school and throw a little old Lil Wayne and old Lil Boosie in there just because you can't go wrong with that. And I'm, I got a little mystical in the playlist too now for all the older people that might be missing. Now, I don't want to think it's just the new stuff now. I got a little <laughs> old school playlist, you know, a little Nook If You Book. I, I got all of it. So I tend to listen to a lot of like upbeat type things that just get me in my zone because I listen to music that kind of channels the way I play. So I listen to upbeat music because I'm an upbeat type of player. Absolutely. Um, so, Caleb, what, for the people that may not know you, uh, students or just other people in the Pine Belt, what is something you could tell them about Caleb Ooh. that they may not see on the surface? Let's see. Oh, I get this a lot. I get this one a lot. People usually say, and they always say it's because of my height, my size, and stuff like that. They be like, I'm kind of an intimidating person, so they be kind of scared to talk to me. But I'm really just one of those guys. I'm chill, laid back, super funny. Like, if you're around me, you ain't got no choice but to laugh because I'm going to make you laugh. That's just me. Because I hate to be around. Like, I hate to be in a room where it's just, like, dull and everybody just being quiet and dull. I like to interact. I'm one of those, like, guys, I'm a friendly type person. Like, I like to have fun, and I like to have, I like to see other people smile, so I want other people to have fun with me. 
that's probably one of those things. People wouldn't really know about me unless they really knew me. Okay. Now, what do you plan, plan to maybe study or major in in college? That's what I'm uh, majoring in. And what would you maybe miss the most about high school? Yes, Caleb, what would you miss the most about high school? Uh, it, it's got to be, aside from the rivalries and all that, whether it be football, basketball, any of that, aside from the rivalries, it's going to have to be the bonds that I made with teachers and students. But on the contrary to that, it's like I made bonds with people that it's like we're going to still be cool way after high school. Like ten years from now, I probably I know I got a couple of people I can truly say and believe that I'll still be cool with that I made friendships with as pedal, and that's probably what I would miss most: just the fun, having fun with my friends, seeing them in the hallway, playing around, getting in trouble because we, we did that a little bit too now. <laughs> okay, and, and the teachers will get on to me if I don't ask you this one: What was maybe your favorite class or subject? Ooh, so me, I'm more of a math guy. I'm good with numbers. But this year kind of had a different outlook, had made me think differently about school because I didn't take a math this year. I took uh, AP English, Human AP, and then General Music first semester and then Government Economics second semester. So this year probably I'm going to have to go with both Human AP and AP English because just simply because Ms. Giles and Mr. Bullet were cool people. But I also got to say, general music because Miss Yanez was one of those people like just like Mr. Bullard and Miss Giles it's like a family type of thing with them like they didn't really necessarily look at me as just you know some big time athlete just taking the class that they're gonna let pass through no they was on me because they knew that I was a student first and they also knew how my mom is about education and how heavy she is on education so definitely those three classes kind of snuck up on me, but math has always been my favorite, but simply because of the teachers I had this year, I feel like I, I had an overall likeness for school. That's probably why I was so sad about the coronavirus, because unlike a lot of seniors, I wanted to be in school because I just wanted to make more memories with my teachers and my students. Okay. And before I let you go, Caleb, uh, talk about maybe what your mom means to you, you know, maybe how she supported you and maybe put you in the best situation possible so you could succeed? And my mom, for those that don't know, Felicia McGill is my mother. Been rocking with me for the 18 years I've been alive. Never switched up on me. I love that woman to death. And it's simply because she gave up an amazing job that she had when we was in Taylorsville. She gave up our house to move us into an apartment here in Pedro. She gave up everything simply so me and my brother could be better, so we could better ourselves. And I just feel like I—it's like I can't even put it in the words because it's like that—that's my hero right there. Like I love that woman to death. Like I just said, I mean, anytime you got someone that'll do all of that for you and still love you and still not ask you for anything, you have no choice but to love that person genuinely and care for them and admire them. And I tell people all the time. 
Yeah, I love all the accolades, you know, Dandy Dozen, All-State, first team, yada, 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 all that, MVP. I love that. You know, I, I mean, can't ask for nothing else better. But my ultimate goal, whether it be if I do it through basketball or if I get, like, a big-time job or whatever it may be, my ultimate goal in life is to look my mom in her eyes. Honestly, I'd probably be crying when I do it, but just to be able to tell her, like, you don't have to work again. You don't have to worry about anything. You took care of me for all these years. It's my time to take care of you. And if anybody, I, I get a lot of times, like, females and then, like, look, younger kids, all that, they be like, man, I'm your, I'm your biggest fan. I always tell them. And I ain't, ain't nothing being rude, and I always tell them, nah, you got to be my second number one fan because Alicia McGill going to always come first because, like I said, that's my rock. Like, Anytime I'm down, anytime I'm stressed, whatever, she knows. You know how they say, your mother knows everything about you. So right. it's just like she always knows. And it's not like how I do it. Like maybe my friends are trying to push her to the side. Nah, she not letting me. She, she going to harp on me. She going to make me tell her what's up because she going to give me the advice that I need. And honestly, I look at my mama and my mama, I tell her happy Mother's Day and happy Father's Day because – I mean, she was a single parent. She raised two boys at that on her own. Well, I mean, with the help of my family, but basically on her own. And it's like, I can't ask for nothing better than that. Like, you taught me how to be a man, but you was a woman. And you don't even know what it's like to be a man. So I'm forever grateful and forever thankful for that. And I just want to be able to just one day just take care of her because she took care of me all these years. Very well said, Caleb. Uh, shout out to uh, Felicia. She's a great woman. Uh, again, I've been knowing her all my life. Um, and Caleb, a lot of people want to see you succeed, man. We're going to be behind you and do everything we can to help yes, you uh, going forward. And I appreciate you coming on the podcast uh, to tell your story, to maybe let people know a little bit about yourself and uh, your journey and your prospects um, on the next level. Thank you so much. Absolutely. From all of us to all of you, thank you and good night. Good night. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to In Your Own Words podcast with Chris Thickpin. I hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe and share on the Anchor app. From all of us to all of you, good day and God bless.